Yo. Welcome to Cast Therapy. I am Leighton Jordan. And yeah, doing a quick one this Mother's Day. I'm in the middle of writing. Um by writing mean I'm doing a I'm finally doing an EP by myself. And I guess and I I held off recording for so long, just either out of laziness or just Laziness of not trying to find out who I can record with or record for, like, or how much. Because so many places, like, charge. Like, I never got a good price of, like, when I'd be able to record with somebody. So it was always fucking weird. So I just wrote. Like, I have, like, between my email, Facebook, and my Google Docs, I have probably, I want to say 400 pieces of work. Like finished pieces of work, where there's just like something to where like I hate hooks, I hate writing hooks because I hate summarizing what I'm supposed to write, and like I never know fully what the fuck I want to talk about. Like I kind of just write what the what the beat tells me, but my writing process is pretty fucking simple. Like I listen to a song, I feel I like it. Like I can't li- I can't write while the beat is playing. Because my thing, I all I write by the beat pattern, like uh, like the, my voice cadence is always to the beat in some weird way. Like I'm sure, like if it's like my how I go, like yo, be on beat, say something dope, make sure it's sixteen bars. That's it. That's my only fucking formula. And I have homies that are like I I have homies that I know that are better at song making and having song structure and I because my thing is I just like to go excuse me I don't know if you can tell by this podcast that I do that I just like to get on there and just say what I fucking feel and what's what I've been thinking about and it's weird like my best writing is when I'm in anguish like 2018 2019 like I wrote the best like 2009 I wrote really well 2007, I did a lot of writing too. Uh, definitely 2009, 2010 did a lot of fucking writing. 2011 did a lot of fucking writing. Early 2012, my fucking computer with the puts did a lot of writing. 2013, but like, bro, I just like writing. Like anything I fucking feel, I like putting in the fucking paper, or I guess saving in my email and shit. And I, I think that's what I enjoy. Like, I no matter what type of music I listen, I'm always going to enjoy rap and hip-hop most. Just because of... Just because of... I can't sing. So if I could sing, I'd probably do a bunch of other shit. But I can't. Uh, but yeah. So I'm doing two. One I'm calling Clearwater, and the other one I'm calling Wolves. The reason why I'm calling one Clearwater is I want to be able to get to the space to where I can be in a city for like a month or two and just record the vibe that the city gives me, record off the vibe the city gives me, like whatever beats are and shit like that. And so a lot of what Clearwater gave me was like the city of Clearwater, Clearwater Beach in Florida was this very much synthwave vibe. So I'm looking for a lot of synthwave beats and stuff like that. And that's just kind of what's like kind of pushing me right now. 
That's what got me going. And I, I, one of the things I was thinking about was just that, like, now I was having a conversation with a homegirl, and I just like, in relationships, I think people have become, and this is a horrible fucking segue, but like, people have become so transactional in their relationships. Like, everybody has to be getting something out of it. They're not worried about, they're not worried about, or they're not really concerned what they're putting into the relationship. Because everybody's default is, oh, I'm a great catch. Like, I'm a catch. I'm great relationships. That's probably not fucking true. That or you're picking, you're really good at picking bad people for you. And I think that's one of the kickers. It's like, and and I'm watching this dude, Kevin Sanders, and my homeboy Mike, and I've talked about this. Uh, it's like, once you reduce the interaction between men, like between you and the gender you desire, or genders you desire, yeah, like, and you reduce it to, I want this from you, so you have to provide this to have access to this. You're gonna fuck. You're, a lot of your relationships are gonna be fucking faulty because it puts you in. A, it, it it creates this atmosphere of the highest bidder. We all become essentially whores. Which, if you're a whore and you want to be a whore, I'm not knocking that. But you can't be a whore and have and have that and have the transaction be a way to meaningful relationship. Like you see girls post all the time. Well, if they ain't got no money, I can't fuck with them. That's gonna limit who the fuck you're gonna be around. And it's also like the type of person who likes their who likes their human interactions transactional, you don't wanna be around. Because they're not gonna fully respect you and you're not gonna be able to fully trust them because in the back of your mind, you're both gonna be thinking, Well, if I stop giving her money, she's like like as a dude like if you're a dude and doing this, she's like, I'm you're only fucking me because I'm giving you money. You don't give a shit about me. If someone came around and offered more money you fuck with them. And I think, and what I'm guessing is that, like, I'm only messing with this person because of money. They don't, I once they, like, what are you, what are you doing? I think everybody, it may, it democratizes relationships, but I think it also, if you have a real relationship, you need to focus on it. And I feel like so many people are afraid of getting hurt. And I get it. Being hurt sucks. Being cheated on, being lied to, being being especially being abused, either emotionally or sexually or physically. I guess that's also sexual. But like, those are those are these are things that can like sour someone's relationship. Like they try to say, and like it said, like you can't make out with a housewife. I think it's different. How long was she a hoe or he a hoe? And why were they doing it? And I've talked about this with my homegirl. I was like, my homegirl Kate was just like, if she's still a hoe or just freshly out of being hoey, you probably it's done. You're not gonna do that. Like she's gonna she's used to that fast money. Whatever the fuck she was hoeing for, you need to make sure you provide that. At all costs. You know? For the most part, like if she was a whore because she was addicted to drugs, until she gets clean, you're gonna need to provide drugs her all the fucking time, or she's gonna be able, she's still gonna be at home so she can get drugs. And it's like, yo, I need you to do this thing to where I can fucking OD and die, and you will be an accomplice too. That'll scar you forever. 
And I think a lot of people don't want to take that punch. Like, I don't want to be the person where I, that's a traumatizing situation. You also never know what the fuck can happen. Some John can wild out and just kill her. Or someone can give her a hot dose and she's a, it's a wrap. I think, um, if she was doing it just because she made a lot of money real fast, then you always have to have money around her and just be able to give her money whenever the fuck she needs. Or she's going to find another fucker to do it. If she just really likes new dick, then that's just, that's something you can't really change. You know, that's just something you can't change, my man, at all. You're going to want to change it, but you can't change it because that's just not how the game's built. So you can turn on to a housewife. It's just harder than most people want to deal with. And you can't shame people for not wanting to meet your standards that you set for yourself in your dating life. That's stupid. Okay, it's not stupid. It's selfish. And if everything's a gift and a, a gift and a curse, you know, honestly, it's like if you have someone, let me make cold water, put it into a half a gallon, maybe a gallon, but like you can't, when you make things transactional, completely transactional, you kind of lose that that trust. Because, like, you trust them as long as the money's there. If you tr- she trusts them as long as the money's there. So it's just like, you, it, it muddies everything. Now, with dating, you're going to be like, yeah, oh, well, you're going to see a lot of girls like, hey, I need, a, I need you to spend X amount on this date. And no, we're not fucking. And then the guys will be like, well, I can just, like, once they, if they legalize Fully legalized or decriminalized prostitution. Dating game is going to take a fucking hit. And what it is, though, and here's the tricky part. If you're a straight woman and you're and you're us uh, and you're in the straight men, bro, it is a seller's market. <laughs> or take it back. It's a buyer's market. Because you're going to see actual like actual long time escorts having to switch up like I'm charging a hundred dollars for an hour. <clears throat> well, I can go get it from this girl who I don't have to go meet at this sleazy hotel or at this sleazy ass apartment where there's a bunch of sketchy looking people around or I might get my car stolen and shit like that. <clears throat> and what like on top of watching for someone who you have a pimp and they can rob you or your drug dealer or a drug dealer can rob you, or she could rob you, and there's no legal recourse, you're, you can go meet with some girl who isn't also doing heroin, or meth, or crack, or a bunch of other dangerous shit, and the ones that get in, like kind of like the dispensaries now, like your regular street dealer, drug dealer, you don't know what the fuck they have. But in a dispensary, you can go, like, it's a fucking store. You can go buy it, buy what the fuck you want. You can buy a strain you want. Same thing with escorting. Like, well, I'm going to go to this girl because she's clean. I don't have to worry about anything with her. Boom, fair exchange. And that's going to fuck up the dating world because for women, it's going to be like, why am I dealing with this guy when I can go get, like, 
$100 from this guy. Like, that's the fun. Like, I think, and because we've created a gig economy, that's a lot of things. A lot of people become independent contractors. And so there's no real loyalty with within the realm. If you're an Uber driver and if Uber ain't doing you right, you can drive for Lyft. Or if you're doing Uber Eats and Uber Eats, like you can do DoorDash. <coughs> or, you know, uh, Uber Uber Eats or Grubhub or something like that. And and so with... You'll also me, see a lot of sex work on, like either online and you'll see and you won't see as many people working these fast food restaurants you know or these shitty ass waitressing jobs like wait i'm gonna go work at a right especially during the pandemic like think about this like it's all of it's tying in to what's going on with unemployment people not going back to work and shit like that why would i go work even for $15 an hour go work eight hours $15 an hour slinging burgers and fries where I probably don't have a chance to to grow you're not really giving me any skills that I can use at any other place other than another burger joint or food or food like food service when I can take three dates make $300 in a day and be straight and work three hours you know what I'm saying? Like you got to think of the math of that. Yeah. So. Say you only escort, and you and you add just do three days. So like yeah, yeah. I think that's one thing too. You also got a client bill. But if you can can pay $300 or even on a good night, you take fucking six states. Like, you can set up how much you want to fucking make. So you get lucky and you take 10 dates and that's fucking $1,000 or more. I can honestly see why no one would want to go fucking work back. Or if you're doing an OnlyFans and you have people paying, you have 20 people paying you like 10 bucks a month. Yeah. Like, that's still extra. Like, you can do other shit. But I think what happens is, like, people like being connected to others. And I, and I, and I get that. And they like being connected to others sexually. I, I get that, too. But I think what happens, I don't know what happened with me is that, like, I end up in these situations where I really like these girls, but I also desire them sexually, and I let my desire for them sexually cloud my judgment to find out if I really fucking like them. Like, I, my next relationship, I want to be in a situation where it's like, I need to find out if I like this person before I have sex with them. Like, and it usually happens, like, you start dating this girl, and then, like, you've seen each other every now and again, and every time you see each other, you have sex because... You don't know the next time you're going to be able to see each other, the next time you have sex. So you probably you have sex more frequently. Like if you only hang out twice a week or once a week, 
and then you have sex each time, it's going to feel like, man, every time I see him, I have sex. But it's like, yo, do you do other shit with it? And I think before you form a relationship, like, or decide you want to be in a relationship, I'm not saying not have sex with people, but before you commit to want to being just with them, spend a weekend together to where all y'all do is fuck. Have a good time. Just And in that way, you're in each other's space for a long time and you get to see how that person is outside of a, like inside, like within a domestic, not domestic partnership, but in a domestic presence, you know? And be like, yeah, like if after you nut, you're like, oh shit, I want to get the fuck out of here. Like, if this person could either be here, like, she can either be the room next door or on fucking Pluto, and it would do me no mind. Like, that post-nut clarity is fucking, is a fucking killer. And I live my life a lot like that. It's just like, like, I like her, but because I know post-nut clarity is a fucking thing, I never know if I fully like a girl until after I have sex with her. If I want to have sex with her and then, like, my first instinct is to get up and go or hope that she leaves, bro, this is not going to work. You can't fucking force it. For me, it's like, like, I want to know, like, yo, I like, for me, it's like, if I feel like I can't, and I, as I've got to know, like, I feel like if I can't kick it with this girl for the rest of the day, like, say we link up at, like, morning, because morning, like, mid-morning sex is really dope. Shit's dope. Start your day off right. Eight, nine, early morning, don't fucking matter. And then you have the whole day to just kick it and everything. Even if you want to go other rounds, just like, if I feel like I want to stay and do more rounds, cool. But like, as soon as I come and I don't want anything to do with this bitch afterwards, bro, I'm like, I, I can't, like, if I feel like as soon as I come, I'm not going to want to be around her, bro, I got to bounce. Like, I can't do it. I'm not going to allow myself to do it. Like, going into Oregon, I do not want to carry over that same thing to where it's just like, I'm just draining my soul. And I think a lot of it is like people don't know if they want to be people know if they want to be married and have the people know if they want to have a wedding. But I don't think a lot of people know they want to know if they want to be married. When I'm not saying that everybody should get married, I'm not everybody should want to be married or even pair bond singly. Like there are some people who are poly and poly couples, not couples, poly situations are tricky because you're going to need to pray for a perfect situation every fucking day. You're going to need to hope that your new girl doesn't get jealous of your old girl. You're going to need to hope your old girl doesn't get jealous of your new girl or your new guy gets jealous. Like, you know what I'm saying? Guy, girl, straight, gay, doesn't matter. And if it's two people, like two people that are already together and they're bringing in someone else, that's going to be fucking tricky because you're the outside in. No matter how much they like you and how much they love you and all this other shit, eventually something's going to happen. Someone's going to end. Like, what do you do when your second chick comes up pregnant? Like I said, you better hope for a perfect situation all the time. What do you do if the original couple breaks up? And they want nothing to do with you. Or they just like, yo, this isn't working. We'll break up. What do you, and I know relationships are, but like being rejected by one person, so being rejected by two motherfuckers, and you know they're still together and they're just probably talking about you, it's gonna be weird. I couldn't be 
Okay, I could be, but I don't think I'd want. Like, I definitely wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't. I would have a different level of commitment if I was banging a chick who also had a boyfriend. And me and her had no plans on being together. Because adventure is just like, I know I'm going to be odd man out on certain shit. Like, there's going to, like, if I need you and he needs you, you're going to go to the guy that you're with, like, regularly. And I get that. I understand that. It's, and also, just like, I feel like women have just have more, especially if they're obviously attractive or mid grade attractive, they have more options available to them to make this poly shit work, at least in hetero relationships. And it's very. I think what it is, I don't want to say it's cowardice, but I do think there is a certain level of pussy involved in it and not in like the good way. I think it is just like, I want to be in a committed relationship, but I want to put myself in a situation to where I can kind of just try and not fully come in. Like you're not committed. I get it. Like you're committed to this idea, but you're not committed to what this relationship is. And I get are people's needs to feel that companionship. Like I, I like I said, I'm not judging that part. I'm just saying I don't think a lot of people have the know what they're trying to do long term. And if you're a person who wants to have a long term pair bonding, being poly is a, that's gonna make your situation a lot harder because a lot a lot more people are square than they are into the life. And you see a pimp's love is different than that of a squares. Shouts to Rosebud. And shouts to Upgrade with two Ds for a double dose of that pimping, which he took from fucking Rosebud. That shit was hilarious. If you've ever seen Idiocracy, Scarface is in it, the rapper. And he called himself Upgrade with two Ds for a double dose of that pimping because from American Pimp, it was an HBO, it was a documentary that I saw. On HBO, it's either pimp, either American Pimp or Pimps Up and Hose Down. <laughs> HBO really got into the pimp game for a while. Like they was like, "Yeah, we want to know all about this shit." <sighs> but it is. So it's just like you see, like people are gonna find themselves in these relationships to where they're gonna be wanting more, and it's very new ways. Like I, if I'm poly, like I'm not taking my girlfriend and my side chick to my parents. Are you fucking stupid? No. No. Nah. Mm-mm. Nope. Not doing it. Just because I don't want the fucking questions that are going into my love life. Well, it's nobody's business. You make it their business. Like, you can't do shit in front of people and then when they question it, oh, it's not my business. Bro, you did it around me. Or if, like, if, you, if you're if you at the mall and you're pop and you see two people, like, all right, cool, that's their business. It's not bothering me. But if you go to someone's house and you bring this, other person like hey this is my girlfriend and this is our girlfriend like that is some white people shit because niggas gonna look at you like nigga what the fuck like bro keep your sex life out of your fucking parents house um, like out of your parents knowledge in a sense like you don't want them fucking talking about it i'm not gonna talk sex with my mom and dad it's cringy just because one i'm earth millennial we just don't do that shit gen z sure your parents are gen x so their parents are fucking boomers and they were just doing everything around them. Their boomer parents probably, your boomer grandparents suck balls and your Gen X parents are just kind of letting you do what the fuck you do. But for me, man, it's just like, 
I feel like if I'm gonna be in a even if I don't get married again, which I that'd be dope to actually have a wedding and shit like that. You know, commitment, a pair. Like, even like I said, if I don't get married, sign the paper, shit like that. If I'm gonna have that type of pair, but I'm like, yo, I need to know. Like, my homeless is like, once you start fucking a girl raw, you need to start talking about a relationship. Then it's like niggas just started. Niggas started fucking raw. Like AIDS isn't a thing anymore. Like, there's a laundry. We're just rawing bitches for no fucking reason. Like, if we hung out with... If they were part of the crew for a while, like, we were just like, all right, cool, we're just gonna fuck. Like, bro, no, wrap that up. You know what the fuck this bitch be doing Sunday through Thursday or Monday through Thursday? You know what she does Friday through Sunday? She's at the club with us. But, yeah, but, like, once in my other home, my shelf and my boy Jules, he was like, once you have sex with a girl four times consecutively... That you like her. That's your boo. Like, I think that's the that's the mark. Once you have sex with somebody four times. Like, one or two times, you can just be testing the waters. But, like, four, y'all together. Y'all together. Unless something else pops up. But I really don't. I really don't want people to get the impression that I'm down to people who are poly and everything else. Just like, just know what you want out of a relationship before you get into something like that. Like, and I think a lot of people get hurt because it's like, oh no, we're just gonna date and see what happens. Well, that's cool and that's fair, but you're leaving so much up to chance, and you kind of need to plan for shit. And I think it works if you give yourself a like goals to reach as a as a couple. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, hey, and not just or even if it's just, hey, we're gonna go on vacation together. Let's like, save up and do this. You know what I'm saying? After you've been kicking it for a couple months, if that's a requirement, or just like, what are your non-negotiables and like real non-negotiables? Like, if a girl ever tries to peg me, I can't fuck with you. I can't. If you don't have your high school diploma and you like or a GED, like I can't fuck with you, bro. Just because that's gonna fuck up a lot of things that we're trying to do in the future. Like, and it's not that I'm not saying you have to have a fucking college degree, but just like if you can't go get a regular ass job, a warehouse job, because you don't have a fucking high school diploma or GED, where you can only be a waitress, that's gonna put as this fucking pandemic shows, it's gonna put a strain on what we can do financially. Because what if I get hurt and I can't work and we're together? Are you just going to up and leave? Are you going to take a job? Like, if this is, if we're married and this is in sickness or in health situation, we need to be prepared for that shit. If one of us gets hurt and can't work ever. And if you're going to bounce, all right, cool. But then that just lets me know I can't, I'm leaving this at keeping it light because I have to. And I don't want to, set myself up for a level of failure that I'm not ready for, or that I could have fucking avoided.
and I don't think uh, people. And like I said, and I and as and I'm not giving relationship advice. I'm just giving just like yo my bird's eye view of everything, because I would like relationship gurus and shit like that. That I, I, bro, unless you've been married for 25 years or more, I don't want to hear what the fuck you have to say about marriage. How to manage marriage? Because you need to be able to go through seasons with people. There's a short hair season for my mom. She got her hair short, really, like pixie cut. No, shorter than that. And the, everybody had the Holly Berry look. My dad had a boozy fade, essentially. My dad had a Loki a boozy fade, <laughs> but I, I, you know, people people change. And I don't, I don't want anyone to go into, to, to, to put themselves in situations where they get hurt. Like, I'm, I'm, I, I would gladly trade me being pair bonded forever if all of my homeboys, like the people who I consider my homeboys to be in loving relationships for until they die and happy loving marriages. Because my homies are real good dudes. Everyone that I say is my homie, like is my friend, not like someone I'm just cool with, like some I'm, I'm an ally to or something like those are this is different. But when I'm saying this is my friend, I'm, I really mean this is my friend. Like I would love for B Rob, like my boy Michi just got married yesterday, and that shit was great. He loves her and she loves him, and the the journey that they're embarking on together, especially after being together less than a year, bro. I'm I'm a super pray for that. Because I know, and I'm not saying she's not a good, like, she's, I was introduced to her, like, yo, I I know if he's messing with her, at this point in his life, she's a great girl. And I respect that. And it's funny, I'm sitting there uh, at the table with a few of his, the people were on, like, we're, we're the friends table. We're not family, but we're friends, we're close enough. And... She's a beautiful dress. Meet you look great. And we're just come and I think my dude something like, doesn't she look gorgeous? And I was like, as a guy, you you want to compliment your boy's girl, but like you also realize that's his wife. You know, you don't you don't want to like you don't want to be too complimentary. It's like you gotta give two to three word compliments, word compliments. And most of them is aimed at him. Like, hey man, like again, hey man, here's a compliment. Good job. Or hey man. You done good. Hey, man. Hey, way to go. Hey, she nice. Way to pick it. And I think with us, dudes is like, especially if you're, so if you don't, you don't want no one mess up your homeboy. What he's trying to do is just like, yeah, like she, she, everybody, it was a beautiful wedding. Everybody looked beautiful. And I can tell that the love that they have between each other super fucking real you know like blended families are hard super fucking hard because there's so many especially when the kids are older because they unless the one parent's completely gone but like they they know how they know what life is without that other person being there like, 
my little brother Marcus, my stepbrother Marcus, he only knows my mom because he's been my his mom, my stepmom, she like yeah, like he was born in 07. They got together in like 08. So he was fresh. So he's only known my mom. In fact, he's probably had my mom more days than I've had my mom. Quiet as his cat. Like, yeah, my mom is she she would have fully raised him. More so than anyone else. That's his only, I guess, not male figure, but like only masculine figure for him, or the only consistent everyday masculine figure that he's had for his entire life. And the dynamic between him and my mom is very much like, I think they're closer than me and my mom. Just because from two to 14, because it's about to be 14 in August, or like 18 months to 14. That's all he's known. He's seen my mom every day. I lived with my mom for some years, but then I'd go away for some for a lot longer, and that'd be it. <clears throat> and it is like I'm super hesitant. Like I'm not hesitant. Like I'm not trying to start anything now, relationship wise, just because I know I'm going to Oregon. But I do feel like. I'm somehow, like, I'm attracted to the kind of girl that Ohio brings culturally. Especially, like, like I've always I've said this, like, I like suburban women more than I like anything else just because that's the culture that I come from. You feel me? Like, I'm, I'm more comfortable around girls who grew up in the suburbs because they know how to code switch consistently. Excuse me. Not like the whitewashed black chicks, but like I would rather date a like a girl from fucking Westerville. Okay, I've done that. A girl from Hilliard. No, I don't think I've ever messed with a girl from Hilliard. I know I've never messed with a girl from Dublin. I'd rather date a black chick from Dublin than a white chick from South Columbus. Or the west side of Columbus, like the west side of Columbus, not just western Columbus. Or someone from East Haven or whatever. Or Milo or Mount Vernon. You know what I'm saying? Like, or from the short north. Like, and I'm not talking campus. Well, you know what I'm saying? Like, because culturally we're going to match up. Like, now, obviously, I'd rather date that girl from the west side of Columbus over someone who isn't from Columbus if I'm in another state just because we have something to relate to. Ohio State Buckeyes, baby. Browns, baby. Indians, baby. Cavs, baby. The crew. The Clippers. Columbus Clippers. It's our AAA baseball team. Go Clippers. But, like, I'd rather do that just because that's you know, it makes things a little bit used to. You don't have to fucking explain so much. And I think what happens is as you get older and you've seen relationships and you've been in relationships that fail and fail and fail, you become so gun shy. And I think that also ruins a lot of new relationships because, like, you go back to the devil you know.
Like that, like if you're a guy dating a girl that's gotten that's been in consecutive abusive relationships, just bad relationships, you can't do anything wrong. And I think what happens is like I don't like putting myself in those situations because they're asking me to be patient with them, but they're not patient with me. I have to be perfect, and if I fuck up once, it's curtains. I'm never talking to them again. No, you're just like everybody else. I'm not, though. And there's no contextualized. So it's like it's done. And then they end up going either being alone, which is something that they don't fucking want. Or they go back to the bullshit that they were with before. And I, I think about that a lot of like. And I think as a dude, this is something you have to fucking deal with. Or you choose to, like, bro, I hate dealing with that shit. I hate dealing with broken females. Because there's very little agency. There's always this guy did this, this guy did that. It's like, bro, what the fuck did you... Not what did you do to deserve to get punched, knowing that's that's not the conversation I'm having. But, like, how do you not see these fucking red flags? Like, there's always something. Like, no one's that good of playing a fucking role for that long. Like, how did you get duped for that long? And I think a lot of it comes to what we were talking about before with things being uh, inter-transactional. Uh, I've seen plenty of chicks date these dudes who suck. And I'm not saying, oh, no, this is a bad boy, nice guy. Like, no, I'm, I've been the, the both nice guy and the bad boy probably to the same fucking woman. I'm doping that way. I like because I'm just genuine. I am genuine. That's just what the fuck it is. I'm a genuine dude. And I genuinely used to be a wild fucking boy. But not abusive wild, but like, no. Sold drugs, did drugs, partied a lot, center of attention, shit like that. Broke rules, broke laws, clearly. But like, it was never like, no better. I'm a bad boy. Like, where you join the game, like, I'm a bad boy, so you don't want me. Like, nah, dude, just a vandal. Just did shit that was entertainingly reckless and dangerous. And I don't and I don't think that I like because I'm just rebellious. And I understand that I'm rebellious, and I get that. And I think even at my water, like I always enjoyed the pair bond. And I think what happens is like with these girls, they get in these guys relationship with these guys are just horrible. But they're usually spending money on. Them. You can you can like for the most part, you can cover up a lot of bullshit if you just obviously provide and shower them with gifts. If you come in a package that a girl likes. And you're also throwing a lot of money, bro. You can get away with a lot. I've seen it. I've seen it happen. None of my boys have been that because I don't date dudes that are abusive. Like I have a lot. I have a lot of homeboys who cheat a lot, like a lot. Some have stopped. Some haven't. Which ones? Not gonna fucking say. You just gotta guess. But <sighs> that's a song to listen to. Um. But yeah, it's just like he's tricking to like so tricking spend money, whatever the fuck you want to call it. 
And so it's like, oh, he's buying me all these nice things and building all these nice things. And then just like they found out they were getting cheated on for the longest. And then it's like super hurt. It's like, oh my gosh, how did I get duped? You were never, you even if someone told you, you weren't going to fucking believe it. So why would anybody tell you that? I'm in, I know situations right now where a girl is fucking getting cheated on. I know it. I'm not saying shit. It's not my life. Because they won't fucking believe you. And even if they find out, what are you going to do? Like, I think I had this conversation with my baby mom, Riley's mom. Like, she asked me. Like, oh, is she, and this, I forget when this conversation was. It's like, I'm not, there's nothing I can fucking say. Like, you wouldn't, if I, even if I knew information, you wouldn't fucking believe me. Of course, I fucking know information. I always know information. I'm making my, you're around my fucking daughter all the time. I'm making my business to know information. But that's a different situation. That's a different conversation, my head, my bad. I'm not going to say anything. One, Columbus is very fucking small. And anyone who's anyone doing anything, everyone, somebody fucking knows this shit. And not, and a few somebody's know shit. Scenes aren't that different. Niggas get along. Either be it friends or his enemies. But motherfuckers get along. So it's like, even with that, it's like, there's nothing you can do anyway. What are you going to do? Like, even if he hauled off and punched you right now. If you found out he'd been fucking girls every on the red, what are you going to do? going to go back to your mom's house? fuck out of here. You're used to that lifestyle. People get used to a certain lifestyle. They get used to things that they like being available to them, and they don't want to fucking leave that. And so that's how guys and girls end up in bad relationships to where they're not being treated fairly, but they have no other place to fucking go. That ego hit of someone, like, no one wants to be, no one wants to be on the receiving end, uh, end of, and I told you so. Like, my uh, one homegirl ended up getting pregnant by a dude who sexually, who raped her for all intents and purposes. Then he turned into an even bigger dick. How? Don't know. And he's being a dick now. And every time it happens, it's like, bro, like, I saw this fucking comment. Like, you, I don't know, bro. Like, I just pay attention to shit. And I think that's just because I have a curious mind, but, like, I just like knowing information. Even if no one knows that I know the information, I just like having information. Even if I can never use this information anything other than the right lyrics. This white lady is having fucking drugs. I think it's drugs. Very, very smoker-esque behavior. Motherfucker doesn't pull up in a parking space. They could meet in the parking space. He could come up to the fucking crib. She could get in this fucking car. Nothing. Just out there. Not picking up food, nothing. Bro, you're making yourself hot. I don't know. Kids kids move different. So I got 45 minutes out of it so far. Close to nice. But yeah, man, like it's I don't want people to be in situations where they feel they can't leave because of some monetary gain. Not choosing to not want to, but feeling like you can't, bro, that's not great. This is drains of fucking soul. But also at the same time, fuck you, bitch. Like, we're not together anymore. So I, I care, but I don't. And it's always weird, especially on Mother's Day. Like, I have not, and I'm probably not going to say Happy Mother's Day to my BMs. Because fuck you. Like, 
one of which I don't talk to at all. The other one's just like, unless it's about our son, can we not have conversation? All right, bet. You're not getting a fucking happy mother's day. Suck my dick. Just because you you thought me checking on you was, was me saying, hey, I want you to suck my dick. No, you clearly are in treatment for drugs that you've always been in treatment for since before I met you and since we've broken up. So it's just like me checking on you, just making sure you're straight so you don't fucking relapse again so you can finally be the mother that you really want to be. That's me. That's not me trying to strike up a, a relationship. It's not. I'm going to fucking Oregon. I'm not even attracted to you anymore. So it's just like take the ego out. I'm literally just being a friend because I know too many motherfuckers that are in, that are going through recovery, and I'm just checking on them. But it's like, hey, if you don't have that, that's cool. And another, I just don't feel like talking to. Like I really look like. Oh my gosh, like I. The living wage, and I, I need to do more research into to what money meant. Like, I don't know if it meant for like a two-parent home or two-person home or a person to live by themselves. I don't know. But the living wage in Oregon is $52,000. I pay almost $12,000 in child support a year, 11616 to be exact. And in order for me to make a living wage to like procure a living wage in Oregon, which is $52,000 after ta- like after taxes, I'd have to make $90,000. After taxes, it tells what I have to make $9,000. Bro, I looked at that shit. I just stared at my fucking phone for like five minutes. I was like, what the fuck have I done? I'm not saying I don't love my kids. So I was like, bro, this is clearly a, not an ideal situation. The only legitimate child I have is Trey. All the rest of them are bastards. And everybody says, like, oh, you shouldn't say that. No kids are bastards. No, the objective literal term is when you're born out of wedlock, you are a bastard. I'm not calling him a dirty bastard. Definitely not calling him a young dirty bastard. Rest in peace, ODB. But they're very much a bastard. <clears throat> that I've helped create. And it's just like, bro, it's not great. Like, I tell you, like, bro, if I can live my life back back. If I can go back to, so my birthday is January 3rd. If I can go back to January 4th, 2005, I'd fucking, if I go back to January 3rd, 2005, by the end of that week, I want to, I should would have got a fucking vasectomy. I never wanted to be a dad. And here's why. I never thought I was going to live long enough to be a dad. Like, I've had multiple suicide attempts. I had one when I was 15. I had one when I was 19. I had one when I was 24. And I almost had a few situations where I could have just ended up dying just because I did too many fucking drugs. Probably by choice. Like, like, I don't know. (laughs) Excuse me. 
and and I think what happens is just like because the situation just went sour. Like, what did I gain? A bill, a financial responsibility, and like the time that I did enjoy fatherhood was when me and Ryan's mom were together. And I, I think so just like because I was every day it's just all oh man that that the beautifulness of the be- beautifulness is stupid the beauty of fatherhood I missed out with the other two with the two kids and three kids in front of Ryan. Cause everything was fucking turmoil. And then and I, and like I said, I'm not saying that I'm absolved myself. Like if I didn't have sex with these women, I wouldn't be going through with this. That's the one I'll take a full responsibility on that one. Just like Addie's mom, turmoil. Fuck. Just absolute turmoil. Quentin turmoil because his mom was again me finding out oh she's a fucking drug addict damn it but i don't look past that shit if she'd have been fucking up front and tried to do shit to like at least put in half the effort to make this shit work fuck it my wife that was turmoil and that was turmoil all because 75 percent because of me like i and my mom asked me about this when i was when i was seeing it today it's like how much of the blame do you take for your marriage falling apart like i take 75 percent because a lot of it was just a catalyst of just me being self-destructive and cheating. And so that is, I, I can't, I can't, like Riley's here, but there's proof. And like there's another baby before it and that fucking Alex had aborted, which I didn't want, but it was convenient at the time. But then we kept messing with each other. But it was turmoil just because he was born early. And it's super funny that my mom really tried to just like, well, she said like, well, I was like, she, I was like, my ex wife tried to paint me as an abuser. It's like, well, you were abusing drugs. Like, no, mom, like, hold on. I was like, let me dead this. We were both using the same drugs. I sold Molly. She also did Molly and helped me fucking sell Molly. This is, that's, I'm, I'm not taking that one. I didn't make her shit. I didn't make her take it. And she actually now, I don't, I do not believe that she used while she was pregnant. And I'm not going to say, and I'm not going to speculate and say that she did. I will not say that because I don't know. And from all intents and purposes, I think she had, she was clean that entire time. She was, when she found out she was pregnant. And I take that and I accept that. Some babies are just born early. Fucking Azzy was born early. But I, th- I think it's like I really was able to enjoy being a dad when I had Rye. And I think that's why her and I's relationship is so different. Because Q, Q is just like, bro, it's pushback on everything. 
everything. Because I think he feels like he's so used to being in the just out here by himself. Because he has his grandparents. Was like, yo, I don't have my mom every day. I don't have my dad every day. Like, yo, fuck this. I'm out here doing me. And I'm a big brother. So I'm, I've got to be that guy. Whatever the guy is, I don't know what the fuck, but I got to be that guy. And I think he really runs with that shit. You know what I'm saying? But like, Rye, she listens. She's obedient. She's like super sensitive to what you say to her and how you say it. And this new information. I think she's in this realm. It's probably a whole other fucking podcast. But she's in this realm of like, she just wants everything to be held together. Like, she doesn't want the boat rocked. And I understand that. Okay, like, because I think when her mom and I split and I'm not there every day, it fucked with her. And then me going to Florida probably fucked with her too. But, you know, it just... This is turmoil that could have been all been prevented if I'd have just gotten a fucking vasectomy. And my stupid ass, apparently I didn't realize that girls were, I knew of birth control, but I never realized girls were fucking taking it. Because I'd been with a bunch of fucking chicks and was just shooting at all of them. Not all of them, no. Zanesville girlfriend was, she wasn't pregnant, because every time, dude, this is wild, every fucking time. I don't even think I pulled out on purpose, I was like 20, 21. Because every, I mean, every other girl I was supposed to use condoms. I think the first girl that I was with that where we didn't use it, yeah, was the same. Like, I think the dirtiest area to start banging chicks, uh, she was clean, but still, it's fucking Muskingum County. They're mad fertile. I think that was the only non mad fertile girl east of Columbus. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, and then my Canadian girlfriend, I was like, oh, clearly she can't get pregnant, like, I was like, oh, maybe she just can't, or maybe I'm shooting blanks, and I was like, oh, this is great, I can still die at 30 and have no fucking, like, not think anything fucking about it, no, nah, it's not, fucking 2009, girl, this friend, not great. But like I say, take my lumps and move forward. But I, I really feel like to get back to my other, my further point, I feel like re- relation once relationships become completely transactional, you'll see the dynamic between you'll see the dynamic in dating change drastically because you won't have in. You won't have much of a, especially starting out. You you have much a lot much less tolerance for things you don't like. People need will either, it's going to be very binary. I feel like, well, ironically enough, people are either going to be everything that you want or nothing. Because like with girls, like oh, I don't need to fuck with you. I can just go get the dude that I want, and he'll pay me, or I can pay him, and I have what I want. 
And I was like, yeah, I want this blonde chick. Well, I'll just offer some money. And then I wonder what that app would be. I definitely got to call Kate about this one. But I definitely wonder what that app would be if escorting became like Uber Eats or like DoorDash or shit like that. To where someone hit your phone, you can either accept it or deny it. Like ten, like Tinder, but like different. You know what I'm saying? Like Tinder, like hey, you're on a date, and then they're like, yo, what's the price? And you and the person could say sixty. You're like all right, cool, we'll meet up. You know, everybody checks out and shit like that. You have to upload, like if you have to, like like monthly, you have to upload your. You'll probably see a lot more less people with diseases too. Like you have to upload your monthly uh, health. Like if you have anything or if you've had anything and then that, per- that person attracted to you or you offer up enough money, make it happen. Like, hey, it's $60. All right, thanks. And do it again. And I, that's it. Oh, oh. If I could edit, I would edit this out. I'll holler at y'all. Peace. Thanks for listening. This is I'll holler at y'all.